This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of NRL Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bunga and alongside me, as always, Mitch Doyle. Good day everybody. You are really quick on that hello everybody. Good day everybody, I say Bunga, that's that's (laughs) the line. Um, And joining us once again for the second half of our uh, expansion draft is Nick Campton. Welcome. Hey everyone. And George Clark's here. Hello. Alright, so before we get into the second half of our draft, if you haven't listened to the first half, what are you doing? Go back and listen to that. This won't make any sense. That would be a weird move, wouldn't it? Someone made a really dumb pick. You won't know who unless you go back and listen to it. But before we get into the second half, we're going to do the uh, 11 through 17 Mitchell, then the 18th man, the Super League pick, and the Vibes pick, I yes. believe, to round things out. Uh, before we do that, we've uh, the votes are closed for our Rookie Takes quarterfinals, so we've got a final four. Um, and seeds one and four have made it through, Nick, but uh, three and uh, three and two have both been upset in the, in the, in the quarterfinals. So. I'm, I'm, I'm counting this as a net gain for the... I think the committee has nailed this. Seeing the number one seed in there just means that they've got something wrong. Exactly right. So the number one seed defeated the number 23 seed, I think. Andrew Katsaras was the one that said... Cinderella story. Yeah, made it to the Elite Eight, a spirited run. What can you do? We'll really help with recruitment. Yeah, so the number one overall seed trundles on to the final four, and that is, of course, most gouche. Some guy on Reddit, um, who... I'm going to read it again. Uh, His very racist rant against Latrell Mitchell... Which starts with, uh, so this guy kicks someone in the head, does multiple dirty hits on people, and now is taking a stand? Next time, take a stand and walk away, mate. Can apply that to the fucking internet as well. <laughs> Can't believe this guy acts like he cares about anything other than himself. Hence why he only takes a stand against issues that make him look sort of okay. Just remember, kid, people don't attack and insult Latrell because he's Aboriginal. They do it because he's an arrogant, rich pain in the ass, And they will say whatever they know will hurt him. That just so happens to be his race or heritage. Into context, we shouldn't make fun of Cherry Evans' neck because that's his genetics. And that's his heritage. So anyone who supports Latrell also supports hating on Cherry Evans' neck. <laughs> Pretty convenient that he finds some racist after he takes an Imagine dump. Also, the fact that Fitler apparently has a no-dickhead policy, trying to score some good boy points so he can play Origin. You see, he just bought a house for his mother. He's such a good boy, guys. Now he needs that Origin money now. Next season, I hear he's planning on breaking Pap's leg. We'll need to take down five racists and a Karen it in just one goes event. So f- goes Actually, the best idea for Latrell at this point is to buy Sheila Valley, get a sponsorship for... T- from Fortescue medals to build a big iron statue of himself so he can have a position taking a dump on his dreams of ever winning a premiership without Tedesco. Again, the sixth paragraph of that, quite funny. It the really f- it really hits different in person. The first like, five, very upsetting. I feel like I was I feel like I've just witnessed a hate crime. Yeah, well, you, you know did. what I mean? Like I, I didn't participate. I think but I was I think, there when it happened. What's this fellow's name again? Most Gush? Yeah. Gush. 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 Most Gush would work as well. Yeah. <laughs> I think it needs to counsel. I doubt it because this guy, Mitch, he's clearly a massive virgin. But anyway, he'll be up against. No, like as in he's gash and he's not he ah, gets gash. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> but he is gash. All right. Uh, a, and he'll be a, in the what fi- a start to the show. By he'll now. be in the final four against Mark Levy, who wrote, "I am a huge supporter of women's sport in this country, but I disagree with today's announcement from the QRL." The women's team will earn the same as the men from next year, but they don't bring in the same revenue. Would the QRL pay them $15,000 a game if it was a three-game series? Would they, Nick? Would they? This is a real Cinderella story, this one. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? It felt a little bit of a team of destiny. Well, he, he, just let he, the girls play. The fact play. that it came in after the NRL season finished, it was just added late. Just let the girls play, but not for too much money. But let them play. But we want to see eyes up, heads up, backyard footy, right? Yeah. <laughs> when the girls do play. <laughs> yeah, but only exactly. once. <laughs> um, 
But we've had the three and the two seeds go down to the six and seven seeds, respectively, in the, in the quarterfinals. Well, that, so. that, that's just some good, honest McIntyre action, right. action there, bro. <laughs> Fuck, I've walked into that. <laughs> um, so, Glenn Allsop's gone through to the final four with, It's football. Why feel the need to push a culture? We don't have a non-Indigenous round, do we? We don't have a non-Indigenous round. We don't have a non-Indigenous comp. Why? Because we accept. Why is it others want their own comp and exclude other races? Curry knockout. Ever see a non-Curry knockout? Imagine the outroar. Nick, can you imagine the outroar? We might have to put outroar on a shirt. Outroar is pretty once great. Once George, have you heard the word outroar before? Probably not, because it's not a word. No. Okay. Mitchell, are you outroared that this has made the final four? I mean, outroared when our good friend George Clark from Clarky's column <laughs> picked Tepai Morola <laughs> pick nine. On his power rankings this preseason, you'll see where Tepai sits in the locks. It's do up a, high. Do, yeah. a pod- do a podcast with Kempi about that one, mate. Yeah. Kempi or Clarky? Who, who am I, who am I doing both, the podcast? Get them both in the room. Anyway... Uh, and the other member of our final four the uh, is Margaret Gleason Martinez, who is a Dragons fan. After supporting this proud club for 60 years, I can't remember a time when I felt so disappointed and ashamed of our players. How can they be so brain dead as to do what they did on the weekend? I supported Jack DeBellin <laughs> over the past few years, but he let us all and the club down in a big way over this stupid act. Well, the season is well and truly ruined now. Very sad day. Like if you cry every time. Yeah, every time. It gets me every time. What an emotional story. So that's our final four. I'll be putting up the poll some point in the next couple of days. If you want to be involved Thank in... Thank God Griffin got knocked out. Yeah, exactly right. What a farce that was it even got this far. But yeah, if you want to be involved, patreon.com forward slash rookies to uh, get voting rights, uh, to submit your own rookie takes for next season uh, and to participate in the Coltrane Cup, access to a Discord server, plenty of other benefits as well. Here's a, here's a little glimpse behind the kimono, right? So there were the four quarterfinal matchups. The, the first three all had the same number of votes, yep. and then the fourth one had one vote less. So one brave soul Did, voted in the first choose. three and then abstained. <laughs> abstained. I can't pick. Sat on the I fence. I cannot pick. I'm just glad. I'm just glad that we didn't end up with a deadlock. And yeah. then that one voter holding all he the would power, be overcome. He or she would be overcome with grief. That is democracy can, manifest. Can, can I just also use this time before we go back into the draft to clarify a point? Yep. No, I was actually no. contacted by uh, a colleague who said his friend listened to this podcast uh, my colleague is Fraser Barton and yeah, he's his a work friend, husband we call these he's people put, he's putting him on blast <laughs> and, he's putting uh, his husband on one blast of his friends <laughs> thought yeah. it's very funny that you guys compared me or likened me to Clarky slash Dane Clark from Clarky's oh you're different column. people well, you're no, very uh, familiar his... with this Dane Clark well, yeah it's his brother, <laughs> who that's his brother. <laughs> I would just like to place on record that me and that fella are not related the brothers of destruction yeah, that's what yeah, they call yeah. it the takesman of the takesman of Twitter I mean, if there were any Bungard Doyles or Camptons who played first grade, I could probably compare you all. John, yeah. John Doyle there was, was several a great Doyles, player. John, yeah. Origin hero, John Doyle. Better Pete than Tabamarama this year, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Millie Boyle, pretty close to Doyle. Millie Boyle's close. <laughs> all right, um, so let's move ahead. Should, should we recap our teams? I think maybe we should. Yeah. I wasn't thinking we should, but maybe we should. All right, for the so really quickly, uh, George, you had the first overall pick. Why don't you run us through your first 10, your thought process, how you're feeling about everything? Uh, so actually, maybe if I do it position-wise, so I'm still missing a fullback. I'm still missing one winger. I've got Paul Momorowski and Nick Kotrick as two of my two centres. I've got Ken Marmalo as one of my wingers. Uh, six and seven, I've got Scott Drinkwater and Jerome Hughes. Props are Moses Leota, C.O.R. Takiaho. Uh, Josh Hodgson is at nine. Kurt Capel is one back row. Uh, the other is yet to be determined. My 13 is Tepa Maroa. Uh, and then we're over to Nicholas. 
I just want to give a second for everyone to accept that in the year of our Lord 2021, <laughs> picking a team for the year of our Lord 2023, George Clark has left Tepai Maroa, who was washed up two years ago. <laughs> Leave Tepai alone. He was like, what's that? Is it Samson loses his hair? And he loses his ability? It yes, was, it yeah. Was. And George Clark is the Delilah. Is George Clark Delilah in his head? Tam- Tepai is Samson of rugby Old league. Delilah Clark. <laughs> She's done it again. <laughs> Okay, so here's here's my team. I hope he hits you before the end of this podcast. Tepo, if you're listening, I'm sorry, son. <laughs> yeah. All right, so my team. You, you, you can get back on Instagram at close. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not on Insta. I've beaten the system. So my back line, pretty skinny. I have Jack Bird in there, maybe as a fullback, maybe as a centre. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> This team, you're right there. You're right there, George. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 just, just, I mean, his indignant snort is somewhat justified. You're just giving me shit for. Did you guys watch Jack Bird last year? Just tell on yourselves. Well, I, I saw one Daniel... of them play last year, and it was Jack Bird. <laughs> 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 I got, I got, I got Daniel Tupo as one of my wingers. Very happy with that. Yeah, it's a good pick. My halves are Talatau Mone and Toby Sexton. Not great. And then my starting pack is David Clemmer, Reese Robson, Spencer Lee, New Billy Army Kicker, Hudson Young. And Isaiah Yo. So your halves have the average Man, age that team, of Kevin Spacey. That team's going to carve up New South Wales Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Great cut side. I picked, uh, it, I, picked, I picked the team for the Jets. Yeah, as, as everyone knows, I'm always in the tank for them. So uh, I, I reckon if people looked back at my team, they wouldn't pick it as a Doyle team, I reckon. If we put these up without names, not a lot of Doyle's boys oh, here. Oh, because they're used but... to you picking good teams. Yes. <laughs> and in this instance, I picked a mediocre team. And here we are. <laughs> So Let's I, see where it takes if us. I had my time again, the one pick I would change would be I'd change Harris to Vita to Toby Sexton, but I just yeah. did it for whatever. Anyway, I have fullback. I've got Tessie New. Uh, on one wing, I have Ronaldo Molotalo, and one of the centers is Dane Gagai. I'm really happy with that with that three there. Halves. I've taken a pun on Ezra Mam and Chanel Harris to Vita because again we're picking for 2023. I think 2023 is the time for Ezra. Not now, but maybe then. Front row, we've got double hyphens. RCG and JWH in our front row. I'll probably end up benching one of them once I've made some other picks. But Cam McInnes, my hooker, I'm, I'm pretty stoked with that. And then I think the, the, the real linchpins of the side are Angus Crichton and Victor Radley, who are two of the best players at that position in the NRL and only made it back to the draft because they're at the Roosters. So I'm very happy with those two picks. Yeah. Um, I've still got to pick uh, one more half and a hooker. The reason I haven't is because you guys have sort of drained those wells, so there's not really a particularly big rush. I've got Joseph Sawali at fullback. i got got... Um, Xavier Coates on one wing, uh, TVD on the other wing. Um, I've got Campbell Graham and Jesse Raymond in the centres. I'm really, really happy with that centre combination. I think that's pretty solid. Um, Jamal Fogarty's in my halves with uh, a player to be named later. Uh, and then I've got um, an, a pretty solid engine room, I think, with um, Nelson Asofa-Solomona, Tom Burgess and Jai Arrow as my three middles. And then Ryan, Har- Ryan Madison and Jeremiah Nanai as my edges. I thought you were going to say Ryan Harris. I was. And you know what? I'd back him to do it. I'd back so him would I. Door, He'd have get a him, go. Get him some new knees. Yeah. They're in better shape than Tepo, I those knees. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, my hooker situation George, is not great, but everything else I'm pretty happy with. So, with that in mind, let's jump into the start of the 11th round. George Clark has the honour. So, uh, the next part of this draft is um, we have to pick Mitchell, am I right? We have to pick a guy who for culture slash good vibes. We do. We have to pick a player from Super League who can be transplanted into the team in place of that position where you're a bit weaker. I thought I thought the Super League pick was optional. No, you have to pick a Super League player. I have to. You okay, have to. Okay, okay. You should have done your homework. You have to pick a rookie, and you have to pick a Mister Versatile. Yes, on top of your bench, on top of your seventeen. So this, yes. uh, this is this is part of our seventeen. So I'm going to pick my Mister Versatile now because wingers are ten a penny, and all the fullbacks are pretty garbage. 
So I'm going to pick Tyrone Peachy. Great pick. That is Mr. Versatility. Yeah, with the, no, with the new rules? <laughs> with the new rules? No, but, he would but be, the thing if, is... If we power ranked the 18th man, well, he'd be... George, you want to go into why you picked him? Uh, I, just got, I just got a soft spot for this guy. He could play six, he could play three, four, maybe even play one, 13. Like, the guy could play anywhere. He rarely misses tackles. He's got a decent kicking game. Like, there aren't that many guys out there who've kind of got his, um, you know, yeah, basically every he could play everywhere but prop. So... He could do it these but he, days, he, but he, he can play middle, so he can pretty much play prop, can't he? Like, he could play thirteen. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think I think the great, the great, the poor, poor old Peach. I think Peach. I think that's actually that's his biggest weakness, right? Is well, like it, it was for so long, but he he he's very unlucky as well in that his best position is clearly playing in the middle of the field, playing at thirteen as a passer, which is the thing that every sort every club needs now in in the the way the game's played in the modern day. But that position just didn't exist the way it does now until maybe a couple of years ago. If Tyrone Peachy was coming along now, someone would absolutely snap him up to start at 13 and be their guy for the next 10 years. But it just, the position just didn't exist the way it does now. So that's what he's a great utility pick because he has, he, he has his spot now. He has his good spot that he's best at, but he can do all these other things if, if, if things go awry. I, I, I think that's a very like... I think the Australian game the last 10 years has tended to move towards a middle who is basically a, a third prop. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think in the last... Well, it's, two, it's, cha- it's changing now. It was like it's that changing for a long now. time, but it's changing but now. But in England, for example, we had Sean Lachlan who was the classic ball player number 13. I think Peach, and it was kind of telling the back end of the year with the Titans, I think Mitchell, did they drop, it, drop Ash Taylor with three games to go when they were just trying to get into the eight. Oh, towards the end, yeah, they dropped Ash. Yeah, but they dropped Ash and put... Well, they dropped Peach, Ash. They Peach. dropped Ash and they dropped Sexton as well. And they went with Fogarty yeah. and Peachy in the halves. Which is it bizarre. Time, <laughs> it was the first time Peachy had played in the halves, I think, since he was at Penrith. And, yeah. uh, and you know what? Like, they played with Fogarty and Peachy in the halves. You're going to play pretty narrow down the channels. And that kind of worked for them because they got a big pack. They got the Sonny, Tino, Fafita, uh, Mofo. And yeah, those... That seemed to have worked, but I think now he's gone to the Tigers. He's he's going to be a great thirteen option for them, and I, he can but even play nine. You know, I, I, I really agree. And I actually was off Peachy for a long time because I think people picked him and or picked him for Origin or really liked him based on what he could be rather than what he was. But since he sort of settled into that middle role, I've I've been really impressed with him. He's he's just a guy who just missed his window, not through anybody's fault. It's just how the game sort of worked out. And you're up, Campo. Okay, I'm up too. I need to start filling out my backline and. This like this fella, he's quite young, but I'm, I was really impressed with him uh, when he came into the. He came in. He was. A, he's a Raiders player, if you can believe that. But when he came into the team at the end of the season, he did really, really well. He can play wing. He can play center. I think he's someone who's going to have a huge next couple of years. It's Harley Smith Shields. The thing that's changed at Raiders last year, you could have said three names there. I wouldn't mean surprised with the young backs. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. They started last season really skinny in the backs, and it took them a very long time. But they ended up getting. A couple of really exciting young players. I was, I was sort of throwing up here between uh, Smith Shields and Tomoko. I think Tomoko is going to be a long-term first grader as well. But Smith Shields can play on the wing and can play fullback as well. So he's he's my guy. I'm slotting him. I'm slotting him in at centre tentatively. I could move him out to the wing later, but I I think he's going to end up being one of those classic wingers that we see these days, who's going to be able to run for 150, 160 metres a game, can finish really well. But he's, he's got a little bit of footy nous about him as well from playing fullback growing up. So he's someone I think is set for a really, really big future. Nick, uh, Tomoko, 
Harley Smith Shield, Xavier Savage, there's actually like a real like backline of the future there once guys like Rapinoe and Croker like you know going to the well, they're never going to retire, George. They're going to they're going to the they're going to play the, they're going to the play forever. They're going to play forever, and we're all just going to hang out and be happy. It's going to be great. Yeah, and they'll bring back Lelua after his fifth stint with Featherstone. And <laughs> oh, you just got to bring him home. <laughs> yeah, just got to bring him home. He's happy at after home. his fourth Tyson Fury. <laughs> God, <laughs> not even Huey. He's jumping Huey Fury. He's jumping Tommy Fury. He's going straight to the top. Well, Tommy Fury doesn't fight anyone who hasn't already lost forty-three times. Are we, so. are we actually going to do a tally up of who's got the most players with double barrel names? Because you just took a Harley Smith Shields. Mitchell's taking a Jared Warrior Hargreaves. No, well, Mitch, Mitch can't have us covered with the with the the double the double barrel prop rotation. Warrior Hargreaves yeah, and Campbell Gillard. Yeah. Like that's a couple of. Triple word scores if you're playing Scrabble, fellas, and I hope you are. <laughs> I have a soft Solomona, only one. There you go. So now look at the board it, again, and there's some good players sitting there, and there's there's a, lot of, a few really good, talented young centres. I'm thinking, do I bring a strike guy in? There's an Origin player who played this year for the Blues who hasn't been picked yet, and but I'm going with what Bungard said earlier when he mentioned how he wanted some strike for one of his back rollers. I'm not picking that guy on that sake, so I don't want him. He's boring. People would know who I'm talking about. So hopefully, these guys might pick him. Mm. But I'm, I'm, I'm moving away from that. So I'm actually going to take a punt on an outside, young outside back. And what I end up landing on is I want a centre. And there's a couple of good ones there. There's, you know, there's Brian Kelly still in the pool. Good player, probably underrated for the, how good he's been the last couple of years. I'm not going to go Brian's way. You know, there's still Will Penasini looked really good in first grade towards towards the end of the year. Looked like he was re- you know ready to play first grade. There's Aaron Shop at the Bulldogs, who I think could be a great first grade footballer. But I'm going all upside, and I'm picking Dom Young from the cool. Knights, and I'm just going to see what happens. Hectic. He Hectic. has the body for rugby league. Looks like it, and like he was, he's he was pretty raw this year, but was. Looks like he was, he, was he was raw, but he came along a lot when every game he played, and every single game I've seen him play, be it in state cup or first grade, he's done something that catches your eye. Can I just something. give it? If it's a tricky offload or a great run out of his own end, he's there's something there. There's something there. Can I just give out a shout out to Dom Young as a fellow, someone from Huddersfield? Um, yeah, you guys all know each other, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're all cousins, mate. Huddersfield. Yeah. It's like Huddersfield, being in Queensland. Huddersfieldian. Uh, uh, yeah, the spawn. Um, all right, so is it my turn, Mitchell? It is. All right, so uh, I'm not allowed to pick Manasi Fainu because he's still stood down, right? Correct. So well, you can, you can run. No, the no, 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 no. You can allowed. march in the streets like George Piggins did. Yeah, you've already used that line it, on a previous episode. <laughs> it's been at point. least a week. That's true. <laughs> You're right. Um, so with that in mind, before one of you double dips, I'm going to pick probably the only guy left that's still a competent. NRL first grade hooker and that's Sam Barrels. Yeah, yeah I don't mind that. That yeah. one, when I drew, drew up the, the draft order, I looked at the positions. There was four hookers I was happy with, and we picked those four. Yep. They were the same four that I wrote and down. Yep. It was like if you were the last one and you're and where Bungard is, you wait for Sam Barrels and you just pick him at some point. I waited. Really, yeah. I'm starting to get worried that someone but might that, double dip into that pool now, so I just needed to grab him before there was literally not at that point. It's like an absolute disaster. Yeah. I feel I feel a bit bad for Verrills. The Roosters going out and getting Brandon Smith because, like, of course he would. Brandon Smith's so good. But Verrills, I thought, just really found his groove in that 2019 side where it was, he doesn't have to do anything fancy. He's just got to get the ball out and then take a chance if he sees it. You know, And that might sound extremely simple, but it's not always an easy balance to, yeah. to land. But by the end of the season, he did land. It had a really good game in the grand final, scored that try, that really early try when the two teams were still sort of feeling each other out. It ended up being a huge, huge play because yeah. tries were at a premium. 
You know, he's he's a sharp he's a sharp player. He's a sharp player, and I know the Roosters will be happy with Brandon Smith, but they, they Sam won't, they, won't let they down won't, whoever he goes. No, to. they won't. They'll be they'll be sad to lose Sam Verrills. I've no yep. doubt of that. Um, and then I've got two spots left. Um, I could start dipping back into the bench to pick some forwards, um, which actually might do because I think the others I can kind of get later. So I'm gonna strengthen my middle rotation and take Lindsay Collins. You did get me, Bungard. You banged me. There you go. Finally. Nice. nice. But, uh, yeah. I mean, he was pre-injury this year, becoming one of the premier props in the comp. Again, another guy got injured. People forgot about him. But he averaged like 120 plus metres a game the last year at the Roosters and probably started to mean a bit more to them than other guys in the middle rotation. But getting injured doesn't, doesn't help his what case, obviously. The whole you know, Roosters you know team's you know, getting drafted. You know what I was thinking about the other day? Is, remember how good Lindsay Collins was in the 2020 Origin Series? He was sensational. Yeah, like, was, was, was strong off the bench the first game, was solid the second game, and then the third game he was just terrific. Yeah. He was absolutely terrific, and he played he played at a level... Like, he was clearly talented or whatever, and he played well for the Roosters, but he played to a level that I, I didn't think he was capable of. I didn't think he could get there, you know, for... For all his athletic gifts. How did the Broncos let him go, Mitchell? How he did was the so Broncos bad. let him go? That's the thing. He when he first got to the Roosters, too. Roosters fans didn't want him either. Like he dropped the ball so much. Like I watched him at twenties at Brisbane, and I was, I I could see the physique, but he dropped the ball all the time. Like I totally get why they let him go. <laughs> like, <laughs> but he was like start drops he's at the Roosters for a year or two, but improved so much. And like the way he was really good in Origin was his line speed. And it's pretty rare a dude that size pushes your line speed a lot. And, has, and also, when he carried the ball, he had zero handbrake. That's what I really yeah. liked about yeah, the back it. end of the... It's like the guy, the guy you want Fearless. is yeah. just, you know... you got Christian Welsh, who's a bit smarter playing that Queensland side, but him is like, you know, just go gung-ho when you're on. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I'm pleased with that. Back yeah. to you, Mitchell. So he was probably going to be... I was thinking about one of the veteran props I was looking at for the bench. And if it wasn't him, maybe I'll end up leaving prop for a little while now. Which which I which I'm going to end up doing now, so again, great players that's available as we mentioned. Maybe I could go vibes guy thinking vibes. Maybe I go super league, but I'm not doing any of that. I am going again upside, and I'm taking the Raiders back. I thought Campo was going to say, and it's not the other one he mentioned either. I'm taking Xavier Savage. Yeah. That's who I'm taking. I'm putting him, I'm putting him on the wing. That, I don't know if that came through on the mic. George just swore under his breath. <laughs> Which with, you can swear out loud on the mic. With, if you venom, want with venomous So It sounds like he had Xavier Savage on his board at some point, but he looked so good in, in the limited minutes he played this year. That he had the power that went with his pace. Looked had really good balance. And when he played fullback, he, was throwing that, he looked great at fullback. So I'm happy, happy to see what comes out of Xavier Savage, and I'd love to have him in my club. Well, the reason I didn't mention him is I was hoping he, yeah. would, he would slide back to me. That was probably always going to be very unlikely. Yeah. But, uh, Mitch, you said something. I think it was after the game the Raiders played against the Sharks where Savage had a really electrifying run up the middle of the field. Yeah. And you said Savage, once he's in the team all the time, a couple of times a year he'll be bringing it out of his own end and just beat a lazy dude and then be that's gone. it. And that's it, like like, like Addo Carr does. He was he was like a he, he was like a Queensland schoolboy hundred meter champion. Yeah, like, he was. You know, the guy, the guy does not like. He's not losing. Yeah, he's not the other fucking pace. around when it comes to yeah. running. And our quick, favorite like, team we referred to that that Queensland Origin team, the 18s Origin team, a couple of years ago. He couldn't make that team. Yeah, he came but, off the bench. He came, for him. he came off the bench, but yeah, he's one of those guys that yeah, a yardy shit up once every five weeks. He'll step the. He's one man, and the the guy two in won't be paying attention. Yep. and he'll go. He'll go the distance. And that, and that, that'll be it. That'll that, be that, it. That's actually another interesting point. Like. Bungard, I know you're a big Latrell fan, but like people will often bag Latrell, oh, he doesn't do much work, but it's like you save him for those like 
two or three moments in a game where he can do something incredible and you're like, oh, fuck, that's why we've got this guy. Yeah. You don't take, we, a, you don't we, take we, a Ferrari we don't, down we, the shops. Man. We don't take Latrell for 200 meters and Xavier Savage will be the same. But like you say, Mitchell, he'll, like, he'll see a gap at some point in the game and think, this is me, I'm going, and that's why you sign that guy. You know, you just couldn't break anything open. And I, I like Latrell Mitchell. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> good point, fellas. We should bring you in, mate. You, nice. you, you got quiet. I was writing my thirteen down and just look. I got distracted by how good it is. Mate, so I've already picked up Amara. So yeah, that's a fair point. That. Okay, so everyone's got really good forward packs, right? Everyone loves their forward pack because there's so many good forwards around. Um, so You're picking I'm, another forward. I'm picking a forward. I'm doing it. This guy's. A, I've, I'll just say who it is instead of doing my the standard prayer. And what about and what this about guy? this guy? I'm taking. I'm t- I'm taking I'm taking Liam Martin once a Panther now a that's what I mentioned last time the Origin player still on the board that's it that's it and it's funny with Liam Martin so he had a great year in 2020 and they asked him to do something difficult in 2021 they asked him to go from being a starting edge and and really doing well out there to coming off the bench and playing in the middle and not playing as many minutes and doing a lot of tougher stuff and much less fancy stuff and he absolutely embraced it and he did really really well. I love the energy he brought off the bench for the Panthers. I love the I love the intensity he plays with. He took that into Origin, where I thought he did really well. And um, he's the sort of guy who's become really valuable with the ga- the way the game's played now because he can play edge, he can play middle, he can do them both equally well. He's good enough to start, I think, in either position in the NRL. But I'm taking him, and he's my he's like my first drop forward, like my the guy who the second someone goes down, Liam Martin's going out there out there for bulk minutes, you know. So. I'm really, I, I really like him as a player, and uh, he's on my team. Yeah. The only reason I didn't pick him is I said I would probably want a bit more strike just with how my pack's going. I don't think like Hargreaves and Campbell Gill are not really the type of forward to break a game with an offload or similar anymore. Yeah, for so sure. I would probably go different. That's why I didn't pick Liam, uh, sorry, Liam Martin already, but I mean, that's way too late in a draft where we've picked, what, 40-plus players? Yeah, that's it. Like if you, were, if you were ranking the available players just... Irrespective if, of anything, just in a yeah, vacuum, if, if, he's if, much yeah. better than the forty-seven. Yeah, best if we took player. away positions, he'd be yeah, much higher. But obviously, right. there's so many that's back right. rowers. That's, that's and mate, mate, a good country boy, and we want good country boys at at Camden to him, remind him us and of John Denver. Hey, him and John Denver. Him and John Denver. Life on the farm. It's kind of laid back. And I know George just rattled because he did lean over to me and again and tap on my shoulder and say, Xavier Savage is a very good pick. So that was, that was his next <laughs> He's rattled. It was his next Say one. it on Mike, George. <laughs> so I'm actually going to change up my back line now. So there's a guy I kind of noticed that everyone kind of slept on. He can get a bit of injury prone, but he could play six, one, three, four, two or five. That's Peter Hicku. I'm going to take Peter Hicku because he can play oh. just about everywhere. Another gonna- cracking pick. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm I like Hickey as well. I'm a, with you. He's a great footballer. He is. He is. He is. He, he's just. He's getting on a little bit, isn't he? Like, don't you reckon? Like, he can play one to five. No worries. Do you think I was seriously going to pick Pete Hickey? I don't know, bro. You picked <laughs> Tepai Marola. <laughs> yeah. Um, so actually, the guy I was going to pick was another Cowboys player, Cohen Hess. <laughs> uh, Murray Tuolangi. Correct. Yeah, we go. There we go. <laughs> something. I was, just, I, was just gonna, I was just gonna throw a bit of Peter Hickey bait out and see if anyone bit. And then yeah, of, co- of course that's what you're doing, bro. Yeah, of course that's what you're doing. He was just testing the room now for the Tavon Roll one. Uh, it was <laughs> a you can't get out for twelfth pick, whatever it is. <laughs> so yeah, I'll take him as uh, one of my wingers. Good pick. Good player. Like I think there's a lot of upside in him, and I can't. I can't seem to do it. <laughs> 
Reconnect to the draft server. Anyway, then your next pick after te- uh, Murray Tualangi. Murray Tualangi, Pete Heku. Um, Not Peter Heku. You, you, you rattled George. He'll go on my wing, and then in terms of in terms of like I've all I've got left to fill is a back rower and a fullback. So I'm looking at a list of back rowers. I've got a I got a pretty diverse mix of CSC for Talakai, Tyson Frizzell, Corey Harrower and Ira, uh, Raymond for Tyler Mariner. But the guy I'm going to take, I don't think it's been mentioned yet, but it's Kenny Bromwich. I think he can ball play. I think he tackles blokes for fun. Um, he's an he, actual good storm player as well. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not just hit, he's not just hidden in the system. Yeah, there we go. yeah uh, Kenny, I've I've been in the I've been in the tank for the Bromwich boys for God feels like my whole life. And I, I, what I really loved about Kenny is remember when he was in middle and he was coming off the bench and he was doing okay, like he was solid enough. But like you wouldn't say he was a standout. You wouldn't say he was great. And then they just put him on the edge a couple of years ago. And it was like, oh, but Kenny's throwing round-the-corner passes like he's Magic Johnson. Yeah, who was You're it? like, shit, Ken. Where have you been hiding this, bro? Who, they put him there over again. I can't remember. There was like a, a, a shootout in it was, preseason. It was, it was and him, and Stimson. Stimson, him and Stimson. Yeah. I think it was. How's Stimson yeah. going? No. How's Stimson going? He's going okay, at, mate. At the Bulldogs, Not as good as Kenny. The seventh Not as good as Kenny, it must be said. It must be said. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, Kenny, uh, man, he he dug some he dug some shit out that I just never thought was in there, and I like you getting him now because I think he's the kind of guy who, like, needs dudes to to pass to a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? If you if you put him on a bad on a bad team, he probably wouldn't be as effective. But if you put him with a couple of good guys around him, I feel like he's a great complimentary guy. Yeah, totally. All right, uh, it's back to you, Campo. Back to me, God, dude, dude. All I feel like I, all I feel like I'm doing is just talking, just making picks and talking, just making <laughs> just making picks and talking. I've already written my next two players down. We over there handcrafting a team while the boys are bantering. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so sometimes, sometimes you got to pick smart, and sometimes you got to dance with the one what brung you, and mm-hmm. uh, that's what I'm doing on this occasion. Oh, Jared Croker. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no not yet, Croker. not yet, not yet. The yeah. Golden Glue Factory. He's uh, he's the Golden Glue Factory. <laughs> <laughs> That's where that's where I'm driving him. Jordan, Jordan's <laughs> back. Okay, season. okay. So this this is not Jared Croker, right? Mm-hmm. But it is a guy that's old as shit, right? And plays for Canberra and has done a lot for me. It's Jordan Rapana. Come on down, Jordan. Oh. You know, Again, that could have been five people as well. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I thought he was picking Elliot Whitehead. No, actually, I gotta say, I gotta say, when Rapana came back from rugby union, I thought, "Fuck me, you are overweight and you are unfit." But with the preseason he did, it was sick. And he play when he was just playing on the wing and fullback. Because remember, at the end of twenty twenty, he was playing centre, and the Storm picked him, him and Croker apart at the back end of that year. Yeah. Seriously, he's such a good yardage man, and he will never ever go missing in a big game. That's he right. Will, he will always like he will he, he will die for the. That's course. that's he's exactly a, right. I thought I thought when he came back from rugby because like he doesn't have a heap of miles on the belt under the belt because of his um because of his mission. But um, doesn't have a heap of miles under the belt. Be- <laughs> we'll cut this out. No, it's fine. Keep going. George just tried to very subtly open a bag of chips. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> he doesn't have a heap of miles under the belt because he was on that Mormon ministry for four years. But because he plays so hard, like yeah. I thought everything had caught up I was to shocked him. How, how much better he played. He was great. He yeah. was great. Mm-hmm. And he's, it's like George says, he fights and he fights and he fights and he doesn't know how to stop fighting. 
You know, he's still a very good yardage man. He, I, maths, maths isn't my strong point. He'll probably be 32, 33, maybe even 34 by the time by the time we're running out. At, by the time we're running out for our first game, I don't give a shit. If he's playing, he's got a spot on my team. Great for vibes. Good veteran leadership. I've always got a spot for Geordie. Yeah. Okay, Mitchell. Perfect. So I might take the first Super League player, I think. Oh. Um, and he's going to be old as dirt by the time this kicks off. But he's actually going to be my, not going to make the match day 17. He'll fill in when required. Yeah. But I'm taking a guy who should have come over here like five years ago, and that's Alex Wormsley. Yeah, okay. Who has averaged still 173 metres per game the last two seasons. He has had 44 offloads in 38 games. In the last two years at prop, he's had 21 line breaks and 14 tries. I know it's a Super League, but he's still fucking got it. And like, I know we're talking of a guy who's 32 now who'll be 34 when this starts, like JWH will be. But those are the type of guys that I think when you're establishing a club like the Western Sugar Gliders, you need, uh, you need some, some of the fellas around. You, and he'll you know be one of the I great like? fellas. There's so few good forwards left. I you know. know what I mean? I know. Well, you pick an English he's, player that's he's not a forward. He's mocking you. Yeah, you pick an English player that's not a forward. You do it. I will. I you will. will. Uh, you don't have to pick an English player. You have to pick a Super League player. That's Super a very player, important yes, distinction. It's fine. It's fine. Um, he's yeah, not okay. in the 17, but he's, he is in the squad. Um, I am finally going to get Jamal Fogarty a halves partner. And it's someone who I think we were all surprised, apart from a couple of listeners of this show, you know who you are. Someone who that we were all surprised at how good he played last year. He was thrust into a first grade position for a long chunk of the season due to injury. And he, in my opinion, played really, really well and has established himself as a first grade half now. And a guy who the... Adelaide Fighting Mongooses will be happy to have on board, and that's Drew Hutchison. Love it. Love it. Drew Hutch, like there's a lot of great Rooster success stories, right? Drew Hutch might be the biggest one. Because like, when the Roosters signed him, I thought, oh yeah, man, he'll captain North Sydney, and it'll be great. But we'll never see him in first grade. But he's just hung around. He knows exactly what he's good at and what he does well. And he doesn't try to do anything other than that. He just plays to his strengths always, minimizes his weaknesses, He's really good at training. He's the quintessential Trent Robinson success story. And when you when you hear Trent Robinson talk about him, the affection the affection that comes through is is very very apparent. You know, he's he is one of Robbo's guys. He loves those sorts of dudes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think that's a really good pick. I don't know if he'd be able to succeed anywhere other than the Roosters. That's a fair question. But, but it's worth a, it's a chance worth taking. Um, and my other pick, yes, he's getting on age wise, but. At a basket case of a club, he is one guy that still kept his head up and kept, you know, not disgracing himself. He played Origin this year, um, and he's coming off the bench for me. He's more going to be there as a chemistry guy, as a chemistry, as a guy that's going to put like his, put his arm around the young players in the team and sort of steer them on the right track. And that's a guy that, you know, in his younger years had a bad reputation for his own attitude himself. But I feel like in the last couple of years, he's been a guy that has grown into quite a respected member of the rugby league fraternity, and that's Tarek Sims. Just don't read the 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 tweets his coach has liked, and we'll be sweet. Yeah, so, don't do that. <laughs> so I'm going with another guy who's played no first grade football, but I can give you the names now that you're going to know about in two years. So you know, we've you know a year or two ago, people laughed at when the Titans paid Tino so much money before he played for the Storm. People laughed at Payne Haas's contract, but there's a young forward out there who just been sparring with Paul Gallen. Oh yes, who's been nicked by the Chooks. And that's uh, young Xavier Vaa. Josh Papali. 
So he's he's going down with the uh, with the Chooks from the Broncos, and I'm stealing him for for uh, for my club. You didn't want to pick the guy Pangai Ford on the weekend. Him. He's no. taking him back, taking for, him the back for the sugar glide. For the sugar The Shugs are having him back, and he loves sugar. I will tell you that much. He's giant. <laughs> he's uh, he averaged in in 18 this year. Only played five games, but he had 174 meters per game, which doesn't sound like that much. But they play less. The games are shorter. You know, he doesn't sound like it's a huge amount, but it is. He offloaded 12 times in those games, four line breaks, four tries, set up another two. He broke 32 tackles in five games at his giant size. Uh, big prospect. The fact the Roosters got him also makes me think he's going to be something as well. So that's a guy I'm going to put on my bench, and you know, maybe in two years he's going to be something big in the game. We'll find out. Yes, we will. Yes, we will, Mitchell. So it's back to me. I haven't been looking at my draft board. I was checking. Have my you phone looked at it at any idiot. point, dude? Look yeah. at this. Look at this shit. It's a His draft of board. Art. A sc- you look a like, like of art. <laughs> it looks like the notes that a serial killer leaves. Yeah, because I'm killing all your teams, baby. Yeah, that's three victims right there. Mm. Come on, that was alright. Yes, you've, was right. you've drafted not listed and uh, <laughs> Harley Green Shields. Yeah, great job, <laughs> Harley Green Shields. Fucking spare me. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> is, is, is that Clint Green Shields' son? It is, yes. So I'm looking, I'm look, I'm, I'm looking to shore up my bench. I want another, another forward and a guy that can provide some impact, who can perform in a couple of different roles. I'm taking Sio Sifatalakai. I've okay. been, I've been really, really impressed with him since he came back into first grade. I think it was halfway. He did through, kill a man at one point. I think he came back in halfway through 2019 or maybe 2020, and he was one of those dudes that like he played for Souths maybe five or six years ago. Sort of dropped off the scene. And guys like that, you sort of don't expect to hear from him again. But he reinvented himself, done really, really well. I love what he provides for Cronulla. He can even he can even play in the centres in an absolute pinch. But I'm getting him as part of my middle rotation. And I'm slotting him in for one of the spots on my bench. And he's a Jet, bro. You know I'm in the tank for the Jets. Apparently him and I think it was Kalamatangi and... No, sorry. Campbell Graham, him and Toby Rudolph all played in the same mascot Jets team. Now, could you imagine turning up and playing? Well, aren't, aren't, aren't Rudolph and Talakai a little bit older than than Campbell Graham? Maybe, but maybe he played a year up. But I just maybe he's, he is maybe he is got very my, tall. Maybe I got my sales players mixed up. But yeah, yeah, all of those in one team, thick, thick lads. And that's the exclusive you Big get boys. at Clarky's column. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sign up for the Patreon, you dogs. <laughs> oh, on the phone. <laughs> and anyway, George is back up. The real battle is Nick Camden against technology. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> and it's and it's one I'll it's one I'll never win, but I'll never stop. He has fighting. a scribbling notepad down, and he writes his pick on the piece of paper as if that's the lodgement, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, unfortunately, Mitchell, where do I post this? <laughs> I don't have to stand up for print media anymore. I brought my I'm still going to do it. <laughs> All right, uh, George, you got back to back picks on the snake. So. I've got a couple of options here. So the only place in my 13 I need to fill is a fullback. Do it. Take Sam Tompkins, you coward. <laughs> he won Man of Steel. He won bro. Man of Steel. How could he not succeed? Right, Jack NRL? Wellsby. Yeah, yeah but he, he also Chris went Thorman. to... Oh, sorry. Can I, just, can I just place on record my disdain with the Warriors club for their management of Sam Tompkins and the fact that if he could have gone to any other club in the game... He would have been okay. But the Warriors are the Warriors and the Warriors are cursed. Am I wrong? No, that's fair. Or am I right? Okay. So if he'd gone to the Roosters, Sam Tompkins would have... If been I went to the Roosters, I'd be a good first grade fullback. Doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bad example. Yeah. If, if, if Sam Tompkins had gone to... South. South. Or South. Yeah, whatever. He would have done okay. So if, this, if this isn't a preamble to you picking Kevin Locke, 
Why are you <laughs> wasting my time? Kevin Locke has actually signed with Carcass on in the last week. Hot off the press. Magnifique. Um, <laughs> I'm actually going to pick my pick my rookie at this point. He's a guy I've seen in the flesh two or three times. He's signed with the Bulldogs and he's called Paul Alamotti. Oh, he was going to be my and one, he, you dog. He is a thick motherfucker and he rolls people for breakfast. He is seriously strong. He's got a great fend. When he plays right center, he's got a great left arm fend. And if he doesn't get the, if he if he's unable to get the fend away, he's got a lovely flick out, out the back with his right hand. So I think, you know, in the next, maybe not next year, in 22, but I think 23, we're going to be hearing a lot of Paul Alamotti. Canterbury are so, so excited about Paul Alamotti. They, they, like, they have got really, really high hopes for him. And he's, he's one of those guys where he's been the best player on every team he's ever played on, but he's an outstanding trainer as well. They really love how he is around the boys. They love... I, I know someone that sort of worked um, with him on one of the Dogs Junior teams. I can't remember which one it was, Mats or Ball or something like that. And Alamotti's one of those guys who will stay back after training to do work with the kids who are struggling to sort of get them up to scratch with their fitness. Mm. So they, they have him pegged as a real leader too. They reckon he's a, a very, very special prospect. He was going to be my boom rookie, and I don't have a, I don't, I didn't have a lot of names down for that because I'm not as across junior well, footy as Mitch and George are, but I reckon he's very special. He's struggled the last couple of years. But I will bring up some Paul Adamotti stats just because people don't know who these players are yet. So obviously the, we've lost a lot of reserve-grade football the last couple of years, but in, in Harold Matz, Matz which uh, Campo mentioned, the 16s, he averaged 140 metres a game. Played 14 games for 13 tries, 15 try assists, 17 line breaks, 16 line break assists, 84 tackle breaks, 15 offloads. That's a lot for a goddamn center. And then this year he played he played just Fleague and SG Ball. I mean, those combined, he played, he played one Fleague game, but he played six SG Ball games, which is 18s. So he played seven games. He had, in those, five tries, four try assists, 37 tackle breaks, Five line breaks, four line breaks, assists, seven, and eight offloads. And he went at 120-something metres per game as well at that point. So, again, those are the numbers you want to see from an elite prospect. Just absolutely carving up other children. That's, that's what you want to see from those guys. And I have heard a lot about him as well. And I do think he's one of those names you'll see. You know, kind of like how, again, you don't hear about these guys a lot, and then January happens. You know, yep, the clubs exactly have had a preseason. Right. And the clubs have gone, that's the guy to watch. And all of a sudden we hear about them. And then the super coach sleepers come February or March. Everyone knows who they are. But George is giving you one of them. And Campo will one of them. Right now you'll be hearing a lot about in the next 18 months. Cool. So I saw, I saw him about this January last year. And he is seriously good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my other pick now. And um, yes, that is how it works. <laughs> mm. He's great, great, great radio. He's guys. hovering on Pete Hickel again. He's like, fuck, he will, wants will to I, do it. Will they laugh if I pick it now? I scared him. I scared him off at last uh, time. Pick Zach you coward. I, 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 I reeled you all in. I'm actually going to pick a guy from the Super League. Good. Is it no, Remy Casti? No, I had a couple of options here. I thought about going for a more experienced guy. Bungar mentioned Sam Tompkins earlier. I get there's a lot of shit on Sam Tompkins. Whatever. Mm. But the guy I'm actually going to go for, and I had to kind of pause on this because it was another guy I thought of. Kai Pierce Paul was one name. Back rower, lovely offload. He plays like Ali Lawatiti, who's my favorite player of all time. The player I'm actually going to pick is a French guy called Archer Morgue. And he's about five foot eight. He can play nine, six, seven, one, or 13. 
Okay. He's going to be on the Super League play. Sure. So, George is always tipping me, oh, look at this guy, look at this guy in Super League, look at this young guy in Super League. Those are the two dudes he talks the most about. And Arthur Morgan, I've only seen like little bits of him for Catalan this year, but he's seriously impressive. I don't know where he's going to settle, but it says something about him that at his age, he has the ability to play in all those different positions. He has the speed and the power and the skill. I'd love to see someone take a chance on him. I'd love to see someone take a chance on one of them, one of those young French players. So again, for Arthur Morg, he uh, only averages 80 metres per game, but that's all right. He has 27 Super League games last year, nine line break assists, seven tries, six try assists, 81 tackle breaks, six line break assists, 13 offloads, 80-odd metres a game. Not yeah. bad numbers. Decent. Uh, Nicholas. Good at a lot of different stuff, isn't he? All right. So I feel really bad because George has just gone for two really young, exciting players that people are going to have to look out for in the future and all of that. And I'm taking another forward. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because I'm an idiot. It's big man season. Because I'm an idiot and a loser season. and it's important to stick to the brand. Okay. I'm taking, I'm taking, right? And stay with me here. I'm taking Jared Wallace. Yeah. All right. He was actually good this year. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Jared Wallace copped a lot of heat for a long time. He was on my he was on my list. Yeah, especially because he had a stint in the Queensland Origin team and it didn't go great. He had some pretty underwhelming performances at that level. But this year, I actually thought it was his best year in first. His grade. ball playing been really good. His passing, his passing really improved. I don't know if he always had that in him, or if it was just something that he kind of found this time. But it was really, really good, and it, and it wasn't just general um, taking the one off the ruck first receiver, digging into the line, passing out the back. Although he is quite good at that, quite often he would pass off the kickoff and go behind someone and find they, AJ. They'd run a shift play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They'd run a shift off the kickoff. And a couple of times they went the distance. They went all the way. It's such a valuable skill to have, you know. And I'd, I'd happily have him as a starter, but as it stands, I've got him on my bench. And I think the way it would work is he'd come on and he'd sort of replace Isaiah Yo as that, as that passing middle if Yo needs a spell, which hopefully he doesn't because he's an Iron Man. He's the best. So the last vacant spot on my bench is going to Jared Wallace. We'll get him back. We'll get him back into so, Queensland yeah. Origin. And we'll, 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 we'll do for it. What we'll we'll, we'll that, get him again, a, a renaissance. The second half of the drafts come with more numbers. So what, I'll do some more here. So again, over the last five years, so in 2017, Jared Wallace threw eight offloads and 105 passes in 21 games. 2018, 14 offloads and 95 passes. 2019, 24 offloads, 88 passes. And for 2020... 19 offloads, 86 passes. The same player, right? About the same bit of ball playing. This year, 35 offloads, 220 passes. Yeah, that's one of the things that I thought Holbrook <laughs> did really, really well, that he brought, managed yeah. to bring that out in Jared Wallace, you know? And people will be out there saying, oh, why haven't you picked Jake Trebojevic? Why haven't you done that? I've picked Jared Wallace because he might not be as good a passer, but I think he's pretty close. Better and ball he's a, much, he's a much better yardage man as well. And if you're having someone off your bench, I want someone that can just... Put on the head tape and run like a mad thing, but can also have that little bit and of. And also get under the skin of guys like Ken Evans and Matt Lodge. Well, like the, those, yeah. those are, you can't you can't replace that. You can't buy that. Man. Well, yeah. outwitting Kane Evans, like that's not easy. <laughs> that's not easy. He but probably Jared, played the hardest he played as well. Mensa member Ken Evans. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mitchell. Yeah, so I am going to go real boring pick here. I did speak and I wanted more strike from a back row. This guy does not bring, bring the strike that his name brings, but I'm taking Tyson Frizzell. And there you go. Boring pick, but yeah, nice sorry. and late and a um, solid I, player. I had a couple. I'm just going to round out the end of my bench here with um, one solid proven first grade middle and uh, a guy that we saw a bit of in first grade last year, but not too much. But a guy that when I saw him play, I was like, geez, that guy looks good. So first of all, I'm going to take Isaac Targo. Nice I like pick. that. 
I like that. He can he can shift between edge and center. Yep. Really, really easily. He did that in a, in state cup a lot this year. You know. I mean, he was the despite playing back row, wasn't he the top his best cup try scorer at one point? He was pretty. He was pretty close to it. I think he led yeah. the league in line breaks at one point. I really like him. He'll play a lot of first grade next year. I'm not sure where. Like maybe he'll replace Kate. Well, maybe he'll replace Morovsky in the centers. But I've a valuable. Squad yeah, I've got a lot of. Very I've least. got a. I've got a lot of established first graders here, and I need a couple more young guys who have got a lot of power and a lot of strike, and I think he fits that bill. And a guy that I think has improved every year in first grade since he debuted, and that's Junior Satola. Um, that's a that's a great pick this late. Like I, he shouldn't still be there. As far as I'm concerned, he he's a fantastic middle in the NRL. At well, the, the thing moment. was, he got and so much better in 2020, but then I thought he got better again yeah, in 2021. No and I, I didn't yeah. I didn't think he had another go in him. I think the reason people don't talk about him is it's not he's like, not a particularly flashy player. Well, that's the thing. It's not yeah. like he's a line buster or a tackle no. breaker or a really good passer. He's just six or seven metres a run. Yep. Kind of bends the line yeah. every time. And you get to the end of the game and Ginger Dolls had 15 runs for 130 metres and he hasn't missed a tackle but, and you're like, oh. But, but has nice hands as yeah. well. I've seen him catch some good balls. Like, yeah. He's so, one of those dudes, you'll turn around one day and he'll have played 220 NRL games and you're like, fuck, where did that yeah, come from? Yeah, in my opinion, I think he's the most underrated member of the Rabbitohs team. And, and so going back to More Bungard's... underrated than Mark Nichols? The GOAT. <laughs> Going back to Bungard's Isaac Targo point, I thought I'd bring it up. Uh, he didn't finish top of the New South Cup try scorers, but in he, he played nine games, obviously went to first grade, then the comp stopped. In those nine games, he was top at that point. He had 10 tries, uh, eight line breaks, seven line break assists, four try assists, 12 offloads, and average 140 metres. That's quite good. Which, in, again, in this a, is better than the 20s numbers because this is against other men. Yeah, again, in a number of different roles, too. Was yeah. switching between centre and wing. Of, oh, sorry, centre and second row a fair bit. Yeah, yeah, so centre, I, I've just got my vibes picks to go. So that's your vibes good. picks? Yeah. They're all vibes picks, mate. That's true. <laughs> my, mate, my team, a bunch of good blokes. Oh, yeah, and so, yeah, we still got good players like Nathan Brown left, and it just feels too boring to pick Nathan Brown for... for but he probably, thought, should, he probably about, should get picked. I thought yeah. about going Brown over Wallace, because Brown, I think, could be so good with that impact yeah. role. But I end up going Wallace just because I think his passing game is a little bit more sophisticated. Yeah. But that was my that was the that was the one I was I, well I wasn't sweating over it because it's a fake draft with my dickhead that's mates. It. But that's it, and we're having that, fun. That's it. And we <laughs> that was the, the decision. And I we could do this draft ten times with different teams, which that's is fine. Right. But uh, and then yeah, look again. I actually am thinking about another bench forward. I already took I took my palm. I have enough rookies as well. I'll probably take some more rookies and another, another pick or two. But we're looking at the bench forwards, and I just, we just mentioned there, there's still guys like Nathan Brown. There's even guys like, like Frank Mola got forgotten about. One, the moment he signed for the Dragons, we forgot about him. He was really good. At the Incumbent Cowboys. origin really good. player. Incumbent origin player. Really Mollo. good there. Uh, but I'm going to go again with a bit of upside, who has shown a little bit in first grade. But I'm taking TC Rabadi and putting him on my bench there. There was another Broncos bench forward I p- probably could have gone towards, but Rabadi plays middle or edge. We'll like him to have his kicking license when he play, come to the bench mm. and do what he wants to do. But that's just my type of player, obviously. We need a few more of those guys who can, you know, I've got Victor Radley to move the ball around, but I'd like to have TC also come in and break up the opposition defense in the middle. I know it's only a little thing, but TC Rabadi isn't afraid of making big plays. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's some guys you don't want trying to make big plays, but just the willingness to do it, like the not being afraid of fucking something up, you know, with a little yeah. grubber kick or whatever. You don't want him doing it he, all the time. When he played his first first grade game, he looked like he'd been playing first grade. That's it. He didn't look like his first first he's grade. He's got game. a little bit of that, a little bit of that swagger about him. Yeah, you like know what I mean? Tony Stags had that swagger the day I saw him play as well. Like that's, a, guys, that's, a, that's the, not a great comp because of the positions, but no, like attitude, like, feel, like mentality, definitely, definitely. Okay, back to you, Campo. 
All right, so too enjoying too, he's enjoying other picks too much. He's got to do his own. I the, am. I loves, just here. loves the thrill of the draft. Love the thrill of the draft. Okay, so I'm going to take uh, yeah, I'm going to take my my boom rookie pick. It's a guy named Jack Howarth. Oh, great storm. pick! Yeah. Great pick. <laughs> not a lot of not a lot of games under his belt, but great. Not a pick. lot of games under his belt. Was a really good junior rugby union player. I think uh, he's he's with he's with the Storm. The Storm rate him really highly. I don't know if they've settled him down to centre or back row yet, but they're sort of the two positions. I've only seen a little bit of him play. I've only seen a little bit of him play. Um, I don't even know if it would be. Would it, has has he played much state cup or is he, it more? So he, this year he did his hammy twice. Yeah. So he played only played four games of cup this year, and then he only played a bit of juniors before that. But you've probably seen him in your memory is he played for the Queensland Eighteens and was really fucking good. Yeah. And he's also been around the traps. He's like one of those names around Union schools. What everyone kind of knew who Jack Howarth kind of was. You'd heard the name around Union circles and leagues. Obviously got him, but. I think he's at the right club to... They're making him into a centre when I thought he was going to be a back rower. He's long and lean, but I just think... Great pick there. I think he's going to be one of those guys that probably won't score a lot of tries himself, but his winger's going to score like 70. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, th- the thing is, say he plays centre for two years, learns how to yeah. really hit a hole or something like that, yeah. and then bulks up a little, and then you can play him second row. You know what I mean? And honestly, sometimes it's as good as, well, the Storm think this guy's good, so he's probably pretty good. So and yeah. I only had a few guys down as my boom rookies. I had Alamotti down there. I had Jack Howarth down there. I had a guy named uh, Tolu Kola from the Sea Eagles. He's a centre. Yeah. Meant to be meant to be fantastic. Really, really quick. I think he'll play first grade at some point this year. He was on my list. And then one or two other guys who I won't put out there because the boys might have their own or whatever. But <laughs> Jack Howarth. He's you, in as my boom you, rookie. You think Jack Howarth's gone down to Melbourne and they'll turn him into a good player? Is that what you're saying? I think Jack uh, Howarth is already a good player, and they'll turn so him into Tepa a very good player. If Tepa Morrow was eighteen <laughs> and had all his hair again, honestly, honestly, Melbourne, honestly, yeah. yes, because Tepa Morrow was like a schoolboy gun. He was. I see. Listen, guys. So this is. I believe this is my last you two. Have, no, no. You have four more picks. I, no, I've got two more picks. I believe. I've no. Got a pick of you got a. You got a. You got an eighteenth man and a vibes clubhouse pick. No, you picked eighteenth man. You're supposed to have 20 picks total, George. So 21 picks. Whatever. 21 picks. Oh, really? Oh, I've only yes. got 20 written down. 17 players yeah. plus four. 18th man. Yes. Super League. Oh, Boom Rookie Vibes pick. Yes. Right, yeah. yes. Also, okay. I've still got to pick a 14, 15. Yeah, you got to pick a bench. He didn't want to pick a bench. He wasn't picking oh, a bench. Oh, I forgot 18th uh, man. That's where, I've, that's where I've gone wrong. The fellas, we've been in match day 21 Math. for a long time Maths. now. Our ancient enemy <laughs> has beaten us again. It has. Just jot down. Well, that, now he's being rattled. Well, there's a lot of betting forwards left there there's that are good, good. Just pick a good. Just pick Nathan Brown, bro. You'll be fine. Well, now I'm done. I've got rid of all my uh, front row of my spreadsheet. So I'm actually gonna. I'm actually gonna take one guy who. Uh, Tui Kamakamitha will be one. Mm-hmm. Can we can we pick Tui right now? Well, look, yeah, man. <laughs> from, what, from what I heard, it's not that. Serious. What's the what, what's okay. the what's the Marilyn Monroe quote that every girl in two thousand and nine was was about? If you don't put up with my worst, yeah, if you don't deserve, deserve me my best. Picking Anthony Milford next pick. Milford's coming home. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all the license I hated. Beats so, fourteen. I'm I'm <laughs> selecting Dewey Kamakamitha, but I'm actually I'm going to make a first big bold change. I'm going to put Archer Moog to fullback. Fullback. He's starting him. He's What's starting happening? Him. I like it. Okay. I know I like it. You have to pick another fullback, though. And Help. I'm going to pick... Oh, fuck. I mean, there are some pretty... Uh, I'll stick by it for this one, actually. I'll, I'll let it ride. 
Um, but I've got Tui on one of my bench spots, and I think I'll probably take. I'm going to take Corey Harawira Naira as one of my bench forwards. You have taken he's, a couple of questions. He's trying to upset Campo. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I know. As a bench guy, I think Harawira Naira is quite good because I think that suits him coming mm-hmm. on in the middle Just and giving a lot of energy and yeah. being crazy. If you put him on the edge, he. I don't, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a fitness thing mm-hmm. or an application thing, but he just makes so many defensive mistakes. You know what I mean? And it kills me. But you bring him on as a bench middle. And you can and you see say, how the game is fold, unfolding. That's it. And you say, mate, just go out there and grind some bones to make your bread. Hmm. He'll do it. He'll do it. He can, he can bring energy off the bench like, like few others can. You're up again, Campo. Oh, man. These picks are just flying off I'm the just, board. <laughs> There's just picks going left, right and centre. <laughs> okay, so I need an 18th man, right? And I need an 18th man that's got a fair bit of versatility about him, right? So there's two guys that I'm really looking at, mm. and they were on the same club last year. One's Kurt Mann, one's Connor Watson. I actually thought they both had quite good, quite good years. You know, Kurt Mann was probably better the year before because he was given the chance to settle in at five mm. eight and really just take down a spot and, and do his best with it. That's not what I'm asking them to do here, right? Yeah, I'm a, I'm looking for someone like Tyrone Peachy who can come on, play in the middle, and then if something goes wrong, can fill in somewhere else. And I think Connor Watson is better in that role, so I'm taking. Connor Watson as my 18th man. Yeah, he was the other best utility left. But also because, he, like Peachy, he found a spot at 13. He can play 13 currently. Absolutely. I, I would, I would, I would ha- if, if Yo goes, if, when Yo goes to play Origin, I'll happily have have Watson start at 13 and feel good about it. For you picking Moses Embai? No, I'm not picking Moses Embai. <laughs> Origin <laughs> utility. He uh, hates I'm, Moses I'm taking the other boring pick again. Oh, not, was, not the most Doyle pick, but I'm taking Nathan Brown. He's sitting there. Yeah. Yeah, he's aggressive, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm, su- I'm honestly I'm surprised he lasted this long. Um, I just ran out of room for him on my team, but I'd happily have him. I'd happily have him. I've, yeah. He, I think he's kind of gone all the way back around from being overrated to being a little bit underrated. So I'd always have like Nathan Brown. You know what you're getting, and it's normally pretty well. I good. think I don't love. I know he's not bad at it. The ball playing role at Parramatta. He got a lot better he at it. He got a lot better year, at it, yeah. but I prefer angry aggression. Nathan Brown off the bench, 30, 40 minutes. Not 60-minute Nathan Brown. Yeah. Um, I had Connor Watson on my big board. You're a big he's, Watson guy. He's, I love Connor Watson. Um, yeah, good, really good that. trainer yeah. as well. I reckon he'd be good around the boys. Hmm. Uh, instead, I'm going to take Jackson Hastings because he, same sort of... Not not doesn't have the same reputation? No, not, not, so much. <laughs> not so much. Said. Not, not said. so much. How, how, are you playing at halfback? Or? No, no, he's 18th man. Whoa. Yeah, he can play 18th man. He works. Um... And your other one, Bungard? Yeah, so this this was hard, right? So I I have an open wing spot. And if you don't take your boy here, exactly, like, I will a, lose respect for it, you. It, I'm obviously taking my boy. Like, <laughs> what are we doing here? Like, there's, it's ridiculous that he's even still on the board. It's it's an actually offensive to me that, the, like, especially Mitch, so over so many years, has just been so wrong about Alex Johnston, like, consistently. Especially Mitch. Um, <laughs> well, they're not on the podcast especially as Campo, much as you. But um, especially and, like, Mitch. I, I've... I've been right or die for this guy for like five, six seasons now. I've been proven right at every turn. <laughs> proven right by um, well, when he was a good fullback. He's and a he fantastic that. player. Yes. Uh, a better fullback than the, people give him credit for. for the greatest try there. scorer that we've ever seen in the modern game. Nick, it must have been probably, honestly, four years ago when I first said to you he's going to break Ken Irvine's record. And he's and apparently you, broke it already, and you, rightfully, <laughs> and you rightfully at the time called me foolish. But 
right now, he's close to even money to get there. And yeah, he is. He it's going to be great for the franchise. For the Adelaide Fighting Mongoose is when in 2024, Alex Johnson breaks the record. <laughs> he, it gets renamed the Alex Johnston Medal. I don't know, man. Everyone apologises. The people, like, the people it, of Papua New Guinea are going to go berserk. Mate, I've it, got Javier Cuartes like, on one wing and Alex Johnston on the other. Will it be like when Favre broke the touchdown record when he was playing for the Vikings? Like, will it be a yes, bit like a little that? bit like that? Yeah, like it will. That. And then yeah. someone better will break it a year later. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're back, we're, going, we're back to me. 18th man vibes are in the room. They are. So the, the, there's one left, and I'm looking at Connor Tracy because he can play literally everywhere. I wanted to mention, like, that was yeah. the thing. I tried to pull you up, but you're already making your next pick. I love Connor Tracy. But I'm not I think he can that. fill that Connor Watson role for any team that needs it. He can fill the Connor role. But, uh, <laughs> so if we're, if, we're allowing, if we're allowing Tui, can I pick Tony? <laughs> Am I allowed to be um, Tony? No, it, because... seems, it, it seems like you want to. I do. I'll allow but, it. Uh, I don't. I'm doing it. I'm picking Tony as my utility. <laughs> he can play fullback or halfback. Anyone's confused? He's talking about Anthony Milford. He's good. Anthony um, Milford. Are you going to change your Twitter profile picture? I have to. I have to change my Twitter profile. But yeah. I have to find. I'm trying to find another degenerate Bronco. No, giving you the love finger. Hubert Farnsworth. Just lean into that. Yes, but I haven't found the right. Can you just play soccer? Rude Herbie. Isn't that crazy? Rude Herbie. Rude Herbie. Is, is Herbie. No, not Rude Herbie. Search hashtag. Nah, what about Ezra Mam? Ezra Mam. I like you Ezra. Love Ezra Mam. I could just stick his head on Tony's and we'll see what happens. <laughs> but I will take Anthony Milford's getting one last shot. If if it, pending pending legal troubles. <laughs> Look, we're all right. This is going to be a huge asterisk. But Tony's back here. At this okay, point, we're flying through it. We are actually. I'm I'm taking I'm taking a starter. Oh. A starter. He's he's going to start for my team, and much maligned by the people in this room. I'm taking Dylan Edwards. I'm doing it. Yeah. Nice one. He's no, been there enough. for about ten hours. Yes. No, right well, I know. Yeah. I know. A lot of people like. I feel I feel a bit sorry for Dylan Edwards because he's just gotten caught in the take discourse and is being torn apart to these two extremes. You're saying the right? dirt they threw on his name. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so no. one of the, one of the points in the last episode you made about uh, Stephen Crichton. Yeah, I thought when I thought about it in hindsight, it's like like I played wing fullback center last year, and he's only like twenty twenty one. Yeah, so the best thing that guy could do is just play one position all year with the same winger or same second rower. Stephen Crichton. Yeah, and yeah. It's like there, there, a lot of those Penrith guys have kind of been moved around, and it's probably like we don't want to credit Cleary because a lot of people want to bag him, but like as a coach, he's kind of managed that load well on those guys and. Every time Edwards turned up, he's made so many honest yards. Well, that, that's the thing, right? So the knock on Edwards is he's not a passer, right? He's not a great passer. But that's, no one asks him to be that. He's I'm not asking him to do that. I'm asking him to run for metres, and he's really, really good at that. And he's even good at that when he's under duress. I thought he was exceptional. He's feeling your Josh Dugan hole in your heart. Just run hard. So nobody, could, nobody could ever fill that hole. Right? Because Todd Carney punched that hole in, and Josh Dugan widened it, and then Anthony Milford kicked it the fuck good. in. But I'm asking Dylan Edwards to go out there and to make 200 metres a week, and he's good at that. He's really good at that, you know? He was really good in the grand final under duress as part of that Panthers back five that was just giving metres and metres and metres. Is, is Jack he's Bird your good... six? No, Jack Bird's my 14. Okay. This team's a mess. Who's <laughs> your six? Oh, wow. Jack, Bur- Jack Bird's my utility. What a mess. Yes. Talatau Mone's my six. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I forgot it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. a child. Fantastic. The sky's the limit over at Camden. Hey, 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 hey. If, if, if Perth Bushpig's coach, Christian Wolf says it's good enough him. <laughs> you know what? If you, if you valued his opinion, you would have picked him. Who? 
You would have listened to your coach and backed him, but you didn't. Yeah, oh. look, turmoil in the yeah. front office. Over there, I Perth. say discord. <laughs> anyway, over in I think Perth. I think Edwards has just gotten caught in the stupid goddamn yeah, yeah, discourse yeah. that we have. He's he's fine for what Penrith asked him to do, and mm-hmm. all I'm asking him to do is what he does for Penrith. Yeah, see, my I argument. Him, I, want him, I want him to make meters, make meters, talk from the back, yeah. support through the middle, and he can do all those things. So I'm taking. He's, he's just that line of fullback again. I, he's not. Dog shit. Yeah, he's not like he's Mitch, gone too far. Oh, that's so kind but of it's you. like it's that a, might be the line. nicest thing you've ever said. He's like at that Dylan line Robert. where you, like he's a good enough fullback, but most teams will want better. They'll want someone who can do more than him, but Penrith don't need that, and some teams don't need that. But he sits in that spot like if he was at a worse team playing as he did, they would have tried somebody else. No, they would have. They would have. And that doesn't mean he's term, a bad player. Long term that spot is probably Crichton's, Crichton's yes. right? But again, I'm not asking Dylan Edwards to do anything that he can't do. Okay, George, you're back on the clock. Okay. Um, Two of your last three. So I'm actually going to pick a guy who has actually left the Roosters this year and has gone north. And he can probably play just about anywhere, but he's the kind of guy you want in your club. And it's Isaac Liu. I think he's probably one of those guys that people sleep on because he's just you know, part of a good forward rotation. But, um, yeah, he's going to be coming off the bench for me. And the thing I like about him is he can play front row players a lock and maybe you know play on an edge if needed um so he's going to be another guy there another guy that'd be great around the group for just he could setting, be the vibes set guy. an example mm-hmm. yeah good good vibes guy good vibes guy he could have been another one time. of trent robinson's all-time favorites i couldn't i couldn't work it into a story but when Lee played his 200th game for the roosters robinson gave like a a good Three and a half minute soliloquy in one of his presses about how much he loved Isaac Liu. It was awesome. Robert must have been trying to throw you off the trail there for some other story. <laughs> That's what I kind of. Liked. I wasn't pressing him, baby. It was it was three o'clock on a Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Campton's mind is already at the again, George. Dare I say? We're almost at that we're the home stretch. Belongs. So I've three again. This is a really tough one because it's like okay, so at the moment I've got. Tuikam and Kamitha, Koi Harawirinara and Isaac Leoma Bench. So three guys who could all play middle, edge and I probably need a bit of versatility on there. So I'm just looking at the pre-draft list that I did. I think now... No one's picked him yet but I'm going to pick him just for the sake of it. But this guy could probably play fullback, wing or centre and it's Will Penasini. Yep, nice. Yeah, he, uh, could, he, he was the one I was tossing up with Johnston. Yeah, yeah, I bet you were. Like, I just because toss up with Dom Young, he's a good pa- player. Pa- Paramount, I think he's got a lot of upside. Apparently, he so he was in the same uh, King's College team as Suwali, and if you speak and to Ilias, the judges, they say yeah. Penasini was the player in that yeah, team. Paramount were very patient with Penasini this year as well. I really like, liked that though. Like, and when they signed Opacek, I thought it was always clear that he was there to be. A stop to guy. be there yeah. until Penasini was ready to go, whenever that was going to be, if that yeah. was this year or next year or whatever. And I also liked how they trusted Penasini with only a couple of games under his belt to play in a semi-final. Yeah. Like, that ain't easy. That ain't easy, you know? Uh, that yeah, ain't uh, easy for any young player, let alone do you know, the first do you know, year. Uh, do you know the thing a lot of, and not a lot of people said was Penasini and Hayes Dunster often played on the same edge? And for two guys with sub-10 
first grade games under their belt. That's a lot of pressure to get on that same yeah, side. Yeah, absolutely. And they both held up their their they end did. Of the very much so. so. What we what we're getting through this draft to is Campos on the clock again, but I'll talk. We're getting through the draft. You're starting to see that like the NRL right now, there's so many good young outside backs, young forwards. And fuck all spine players. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what well, I don't know what's going on there, but like you go through it, like we can still. You just named another great young back, Hayes Dunster, who's not not been picked, who could easily be picked. Lots of good other young backs, no one's picked. You know, I really like Aaron Shop. I mentioned earlier, not picked at the Bulldogs starting in, that, and he hasn't got picked in this thing. Morgan Harper's not. Harp. Morgan Harper's not been picked. Yeah. We can't Sarp find. We can't find fucking halves. Yeah. <laughs> like this, and um, I know it's a problem in the game, and also with how the game's currently played that. It's a re- it's the hardest ever been to play as a half is what it is now. You know who could still go as a half today? Yeah, well, you should, if you, you gave him, him if, if you gave him a week's notice, Chris yeah. Sandow, baby, not even a week. <laughs> you don't even <laughs> not yeah. even a week. You don't lose it. <laughs> Just get in together, baby. But yeah, and like I picked Ezra Mam right because he is like one of the only young halves I have any faith yeah. in, or one with any wraps on him because there's just not that many. There's about ten million good young centers though. Mm. All right, uh, it's back to you, Nick. Okay, so I. <laughs> this is another one of those ones where it's a bit of an indictment on all of us that we haven't thought about him to this point. Hmm. And I only thought about him just now because somebody mentioned Penasini and I was thinking about Parramatta's centers this year. Murata Niakoro is still on the board. Oh, I knew who was there. That was my next pick. Did you? Oh, I'm just, yeah, well, <laughs> you I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just taking him. I'm just taking him. He can play middle, he, he can play edge, he can play center. Bro, he's Good on my team. Player. He's on my yep, team for sure. And I'm getting him at a better wage than the Warriors. Any wage is better than them. Mitchell. He has to pick Wagga Blake now. Me, me, no, no. Uh, so I have left one bench spot. I have a bench spot, a boom rookie, and I have a vibes guy. How can you still have a boom rookie? You've picked like four rookies. I know, because I still haven't picked that spot there. I haven't filled that. They're in my starting, they're in my lineup. So I'm going to give you two rookies for the price of one. I'm picking two more boom rookies, and I'm going to pick a, uh, after that, and then I'll pick a vibes guy. So the, the, what I'm looking now for a rookie, it's like there's a couple of really good young forwards still doing, doing around the traps. But there is the guy I mentioned earlier, and he's going to fill my boom rookie spot, and that's Dean Mariner, who mentioned earlier. And he's the center for Aussie schoolboys this year. He had seven 18s games this year, eight tries, three assists, 11 line breaks, 160 meters per game in the 70 meter games. Really hard hitter, hitter, really good defender. I think he has a really big future in the centers in the NRL. So that's, I picked Mariner. There's a couple of good young backs. I won't mention them yet, I'll mention them after the. Actually, fuck it. They, they can I think we've all, we've, we've all taken our boom rookie. No, you have. You I know. Saying, so there's I another guy. I have um, not. There's, there's up in North Queensland, there's also a guy, uh, Dudley. I don't know how to say his last name. It's like Detoy, winger or centre up there. Who? Detoy. Dudley Detoy. Anyway, he... Uh, is he one of he, the Dudley boys? He is now. He has Welcome acceleration that reminds me of tables. Matt Burton's, even though he's not built like him. Like He has hits his full speed after like two steps. And he scored a couple of tries this year when it's like they just threw a pass to him and just ran right past his dude. And the dude just like... Are you allowed to just run that fast? So that, he's great. And then also uh, the fullback from the schoolboys, not going to make my next boom rookie pick, but I don't know how to say his name probably either because I haven't heard anyone read it. Do you want to give that a go, George? Ragarive Wavik. Ragarive Wavik. And he's a yeah. Kumul. Yeah, he is. You know him. There you yeah. go. Ragarive Wavik is a Kumul. He's a schoolboys fullback right now. Only played six games in, uh, in the 18s and 20s. Again, no one's played any games the last two years. But in those six games, seven tries, five assists, eight line break assists, seven line breaks, 120 metres a game. And he's in the Cowboys uh, on the fast track in preseason this year. But didn't pick any of them. Going back, I picked uh, I picked Dean Mariner. But I wanted to mention the rookies. Because again, we're called boom rookies. People come here for the rookies. And why not? Yeah. All right. So I've got left my Super League, my boom rookie, and my vibes guy. So... Um, 
I was actually Googling Manasi Finu earlier to see if I could pick him or how his court case was going. But it turns out his brother's got a million-dollar contract with Manly. Yeah, he's meant to be super hectic. Yep, right? so I'm taking Latu Finu <laughs> because uh, he's apparently great. And he's, you know, so people would laugh at that, but that's exactly how rugby league recruitment works. It's 100%. like we got Glenn Stewart that way, we got the other Jake Rovoyevichs. Fuck it, we'll have and, the other fine. And the way, the way Manly's <laughs> juniors and recruitment have gone the last yeah. eighteen months. Yeah, I think it's Parramatta, right? <laughs> <laughs> but why would you bet? Why would you bet against them? Why uh, would you bet against them? And look, because by all accounts, one of the nicest men in rugby league. Beloved, oh, picked. beloved by all. <laughs> He's getting a job. He won't be on the field. He'll be schmoozing the corporates in the stands, in the Edwin Smith stand at Adelaide Oval. It's your man, Jake Tavoyevich. Oh, I can't believe it. I knew it. you'd pick him. I knew you I would. I can't believe it. He's, can't a, believe he's, it. A, he's a nice boy, and that slot is reserved for a nice boy. So, he's in. <laughs> Okay, and my last... This is why the guy I'm picking last... I can't pick him as a boom rookie because he actually played this year. Played for Souths. Davi Moali. The, oh, the, okay. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. The, has been likened... Well, I love this already, by the way. We're getting next Payne Harses already, and he's one of them. So, <laughs> he's the only young, young a guy. A fertile crop. Only young crop young in, the, in the juniors with similar numbers to Xavier Varr. 160 metres a game. Scored seven tries this year. Broke line nine times in 13 games. 62 <laughs> tackle breaks. Played in every level this year, pretty much. Mitchell, think, an unnamed source told us that he was sick. So, yeah, I'm I mean, in. Yeah, and that's again, I'm giving you the names. I've said it already. Giving you the names, you're going to know. 2023, you're going to know these guys. They're going to be great then. And they'll all be, they'll all be, they'll all be sugar gliders. Awesome. They'll all be sugar gliders. <laughs> well, you didn't lock up Jakey T, baby. I'll tell you that much. Sugars. All right, uh, Nick, your all second right. last pick. It's on to me. I need a vibes guy. If I want good vibes, if I want someone. I haven't picked Joey Lelo. A really, no, a really nice, a really nice young man. King vibes. And a good, cl- and a good. Just club hurry man. up and pick him, Jared Kroger. Oh, okay. Come on, yes. come on. You, right. you really think I was going to let him go? He's my boy. He's on the uh, team. George, your last two picks. So I think my last pick is the good vibes guy, and he's probably at the back end of his career. Uh, it's an important role. It is. <laughs> a couple of good vibes picks. In fact, I actually think I'm. Oh no, no, no I see what I got to do. I got to pick a. I got to pick a fullback. So my uh, vibes guy is going to be Elliot Whitehead. He is the Raiders' uh, social secretary. Oh, <laughs> he can ball play a fair bit. Um, you know, his best days are probably behind him. But if you want anyone to go in the trenches with you, it's probably Smell. Mm-hmm. And then the last position I've actually got to pick is going to be a fullback. So I'm going to pick if this uploads. I'm going to pick. Um, I'm going to pick Matt Dufty, but I'm going to shift... You're shifting Ar- your fullbacks again. I'm going <laughs> to shift Archer Morg. This is great. <laughs> I'm going to shift Compelling. Archer Compelling Morg right, into yeah. my starting side. Yep. So this is showing the versatility of, of Arthur Morg. And I'm, getting, um, I'm putting Matt Dufty you know, in, the, in, in Reggie's, where he belongs. Where he belongs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, Nick, your final pick. I still have a starting spot in my team. How has this happened? Yeah. <laughs> Because I wanted it to happen this way. Okay. It's been planned. Who are my wingers, guys? Talk to me. I, I, I haven't looked at One's far. Daniel Tupo. Yeah. And the other is Jordan Rapana. Yeah. Okay. And who do you need with Jordan Rapana? You need Joseph Lailua. You need Joseph Lailua. He's my Super League round. pick. He's my up. Super League pick. Rapana's back. We're doing it. <laughs> Featherstone to Canberra to Camden. Yes. We're doing it all again. 2016 never ended for some of us. The problem. Let us go. 
pick of the draft. Pick is, of the draft. <laughs> I mean, look, obviously, like, a terrible pick, but, like, this is, like... <laughs> obviously an awful like, pick, like, the, 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 the problem is, George, like, the number of simps that will just be like, oh, Joey, lol, lol, Nick Campton, lol, and just, like, think That's like me and Matty McP. That's always terrible. That's always left. Terrible. Look at you turning your back on democracy itself. Sorry. <laughs> people have spoken, We're and, in, in, and if in one voice they cry, lay lua... Who are you to turn against you? Them, are sir? nothing. Who more, are you to deny? You them, are sir? nothing more than a pandering Peter. And I, I wish ju- you I, good day. I would just like to raise a couple of points. First of all, Joey Lulu is actually in Featherstone. They are in the championship. Ooh. Nah, it's fine. It's, it's, <laughs> no, I disagree. It's Mitchell, not fine. Mitchell, Mitchell, I'll let it slide. Will you, <laughs> Mitchell? Mitchell Lelua without Rapana is like Hall without Oates, and. Yeah. And for those Australians out there, that's something people used to watch on TV. (laughs) (laughs) So you've got to let the boys play. I need them. I need them both. I wouldn't. It's like the town. I wouldn't have them without you. I wouldn't have you without them. I need them both. I need the magic. Let's fucking ultimate panda pick, Mitchell. (laughs) Well, a lot of the good vibes of guys are gone. I think my vibes. I have to be good vibes, man, for the boardroom. You know, so keep the keep the suits out at the at West. Happy. I have to so at, at, the, at the Shugs and it's just it's quite tough now because I think a lot of the good vibe guys are gone and why my vibes coming from guys like Hargreaves that's my vibes man yep. and Victor Radley bringing the beers energy that's good vibes I know I know who you should take but do you have the courage to do so is it Mitch Barnett that's not no, no. it's Josh no, well, it's, for the he, it's I want to pick Benji guys, Marshall but, but I can't no you <laughs> can't retired. you can't it's another one of your guys though which one do you, t- you t- Sam Thider no no, it's Milf. Oh, well, no, no. Take, make your pick, and I'll tell you who. No, it is. no, you, 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 no, I don't no, no, miss no, this. No, 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 no. One of my guys. Now it's embarrassing me. Make it's embarrassing me. He can't pick. call it for you. I was going to pick Ryan James, but that's not the right one. He has, huh? I mean, what? Make you, your pick. Make no, your pick. No, I just said I was going to pick Ryan James, but now you're throwing me. So now I have to think of who I'm missing from one of my guys. No, no, no. So Ryan James is good for vibes. Ryan James yes. is not your vibes. I know he's not good for my. Think about your vibes. Well, I can't pick Pangai. He's taken. I know. I know. Think, think, think bigger. Hey, hey Mitch, but Joe. further back in the hey, park. Hey, hey, this Mitch. is killer. Just make your pick. Hey, make Mitch, your pick. Mitch, make uh, your pick, uh, and I'll tell you what it is. Joe Fengali is available. No, he was. He's <laughs> no <laughs> we're good vibes. Uh, Mitch, I'm pretty sure he wants you to pick Corios. That's sort of vibes, man. It's not on the still on the board, but uh, yeah, no, it's Franklin. not him. <sighs> Fuck. Just do it, Mitch. Come yeah, on. No, he's ruined me. I'm, I don't. I have time. People have time. They listen to an hour and twenty of this. What's another five minutes? Thank you, by the way, for doing that, all of you. Yes. So, you know, you know, you know the the real number one guys. The listeners. The listeners one are the of, One of my that's men that's still, still, no, that's in, the, that's still in the NRL. Still in the NRL. He's not, he's not no, still in the NRL. You've rat, you have rattled he's, him. He's, he's still playing. He's still playing, but he's not in the NRL. Oh, it's... Is it... No. He Is it Carmichael Hunt? No, 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 no. no. But that would have been a good one too. Not in the NRL. Is he in Super League? Yes. I've already picked my Super League guy. I can do, oh, I can well, do it again. Yeah, but you can switch. Can you please just end this? No, 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 he's got a no, pick. No, he's this, got a pick. He's got to get it doing, wrong. We're doing 10 questions. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got to pick it wrong. He's got to get it wrong in front of I have to of get him. it wrong. Awful. That's killing me. English Super League, one of my guys who would be good for my vibes. And there's probably... Your vibes specifically. My vibes specifically. Tui Lala here. No. Close. <laughs> close. <laughs> close. Close. Shout out to our legend. This is a terrible, terrible vibe. Okay, I'm going to take Ryan James. Be wrong. That's my vibes guy. Who, yeah, was, who it? was it? Nick. Kenny Edwards. No, Fuck, that was yeah, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't taken my Super League player yet. But you're right. That, uh, you're right. That was definitely my vibes. Um, but I didn't think vibes, man. But fuck, the last, I love him. The last the pick of the draft. Diving. Mr. Irrelevant. 
a guy in should the have been Jake It should have been it Alex Johnston. Been, it should have I should have left it. I should have left it for him. I it's, know who it's going to be. Do you, right, Surely, I will. I will. No one asked you to believe in him. But, but we all anyway. do. No, I had to pick a Super League player. Oh, okay. Yeah, otherwise, obviously. Otherwise, it would have been Corey yeah, Allen. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. A, a guy whose tyres I've pumped on this podcast many times. Did Blake Taft not get picked? Yeah, he didn't. Um, <laughs> a guy's tyres I've pumped on this Grunts. podcast. A guy who both you and I, Mitchell, repeated them when we talked about this NRL team, thought, why isn't this guy in first grade? Now he's fucked off to England, and that's Kate Cust. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's my... Cool. That's, that's I my thought tw- you were going to say David Fusatua. No, that's, that's not my guy. Whenever, I, mean, I, should, I should run back and get rid of Worms and bring the Fuss in. Yeah, well, it's too late now. By the way, whenever you, I hear you, the Fuss's name, I always think of Daryl Halligan doing the commentary. Four try, Fuss a tour. Da- yeah. Oh, David Fuss is doing a meme finish in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good, Julie. All right, so that's our 21s. It's They're locked and loaded. Um, I've got mine written down. I'll so run through right. it first. We'll run through all four of ours. Um, so I've got at fullback, Joseph Sawali on the wings, Alex Johnson and Xavier Coates. In the centres, Jesse Ramey and Campbell Graham, Harves, Jamal Fogarty, Drew Hutchison, Props, Nelson Osofa Solomon, Tom Burgess, Hooker Sam Verrills, Edges, Jeremiah Nanai, Ryan Madison, Jairo as the lock, the benches, Lindsay Collins, Tarek Sims, Isaac Targo, and Tavita Totola, 18th man Jackson Hastings, rookie Latu Fainu, Vibes guy Jake Tabojevic, Super League guy Cade Cast, the Adelaide Fighting Mongooses make the top eight with this team. It is a damn good team, Nick. <laughs> Okay, so I've got Dylan Edwards at fullback. I've got Jordan Rapana and Daniel Tupo in the centres. I've got Harley Smith-Shields and Joey Leilua. Sorry, I've got Rapana and Tupo on the wings. Smith-Shields and Leilua in the centres. Amone, Sexton in the halves. Front row of Clemmer, Robson, Lenu. Back row of Kickow, Young, Yo. 18th man is Watson. Boom rookie is Howarth. Vibes guys, Jared Croker. Let's fucking go. 257. George, oh, I'll, see, team, did, I'll see you down at the Camden Hotel. The Milky Bars are on. George, me. does that team win five games? <laughs> oh, I, th- I, think, I think the, the coaches, Sean Wayne is fighting for his future at this point. Yeah. Him and Madge are down centre link. But Sean Wayne can't sign on because he's We English. might not win many games, but we'll win your hearts. So yep. the, the mighty Perth Bush Pigs okay. are going for Arthur Morg at fullback. This is already a disaster. Murray Talangi on one wing. Kemma Marlow on another. Nick Kotrick and Paul Morofsky. Shout out to the former Yugoslavia in the centres. <laughs> Scott Drinkwater. Joseph T- Bro- Rose Tito would be proud of this one. <laughs> Scott Drinkwater and Jerome Hughes in the house. Moses Leota and CSC Watakiaho as our props. Joss Hodgson as the hooker. Kurt Capel and Kenny Bromwich in the back row. Tyrone Peachy is coming in to start a lock with Tui Kamikamitha, Corey Harawiranaira, Isaac Liu and William Penasini on the bench. Elliot Whitehead's my culture guy. Matt Dufty's just floating around somewhere. Uh, my rookie is Paul Alamotti and because I was abused for this selection, Tepai Moroa makes way for Peachy who you coward. aforementioned um, lock. You didn't, I, stand, you didn't stand by your boy. I feel did really I, bad for Jerome Hughes did, that he has to go did, through this whole did season. You, did you enjoy drafting? Did you enjoy the pro- process? Because <laughs> he tends to have to rebuild in like a year's time. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know there's only one expansion draft, right? We don't do this every year. I like that Nick's jumped on board to try and hammer, get, <laughs> it's good. hammer George. He seems my, also terrible. Yeah, my team's hectic. Oh, oh, your team is hectic. Okay. My team fucking rules. And Mitchell, your team. My team, I've wall. taken some stump throws and I like it. So, mm. fullback testing you. Yep. The wings, Ronaldo, Mulatalo, and Xavier Savage. There's some fucking speed there, baby. Okay. Uh, centers, Dane Gagai and Dom Young. Mm. Uh, halves, some some real flair here. You're That's definitely not a racial connotation at all. Uh, it's a man, man, man. Harris Tavita. 
Uh, front row, uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard and Jarrow Hargreaves. Uh, hooker, Ken McInnes. The back row, an all-origin-ish back row. <laughs> Angus Crichton, Tyson Brazell and Victor Radley. An origin-adjacent origin back row. It seems like an origin back row. Just... Uh, the bench, Tisa Rabadi, Xavier Vaa, Nathan Brown and Davi Moali. And the uh, reserves, Accenture, my Super League player, Alex Wormsley, uh, Anthony Muff with the utility, Dean Mariner, my boom rookie, and Ryan James, my vibes man that should have been Kenny Edwards, but I do, fucked up. Do the three of you know there's not another draft after this that you're tanking for? Guys, can you believe that Bungard thinks he picked the best team? That's yeah, so... That's so like, it's just, well, you've been... I can't uh, believe Nicholas, that you've been hammering George. You haven't been hammering me. <laughs> So the guys, the guys can hammer. I can hammer you if you want. He's hammered me for one pick, and in my starting thirteen for a round. You drafted one. a French what? child to play the most important position on the field. Yeah, but have you seen the bloke play? I have no idea who he is. You might have made him up. I'd be none the wiser. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the thing. I feel like. Well, you could have said any... Jacques Cousteau. How the fuck do I know? <laughs> <laughs> who gives a shit? Well, he was coming from the deep. I tell you, <laughs> I feel like when you come out of any draft—a Supercoach draft, an NFL yeah. draft, a stupid expansion draft. If you don't feel good about your team, you've just let yourself down. Like I feel yeah. like we all feel great about the our team. The entire point is the matters. worst thing you feel. The worst you feel though is usually when the team's better. I like my team too much. Therefore, it sucks. The, <laughs> entire, <laughs> the entire point of a draft, be it this, be it fantasy sports, be it anything else, is to say nice pick, dickhead, to your friend when they make a pick you don't like. I feel and like we, I feel like and we said that a lot that about one bit, pick, yeah. about one pick particularly. <laughs> pretty much, there was really no other nice pick, dickheads apart from that. Like rest, rest of them were pretty complimentary to one another I mean, which makes Tepe, me uncomfortable Tepai if you're listening I love you man <laughs> yeah. I, I mean I sent you the really? 21st man under one crack crack under pressure immediately but other than that I love you Tepai and I, uh, <laughs> but no, no it was good fun I hope you enjoyed the process people can uh I don't know, rate the teams or something. Oh, yeah. gotta, that, that'll gotta, be fair and balanced. We, we gotta get we gotta get the graphic designer well, of I mean, the show to no, if, get up a if, thing. If I wanted to pick a popular and... team, Bungard, I wouldn't have picked players nobody seen play. Yeah. I picked I was players. Totally, I just, I Mitch, I just don't Dance. know as much about the children as you do. Yes. <laughs> so I just pick guys big, who I think are good. Big, now. big kids guys. You're a big kids guy. That's the same rap at home, you'll never not believe on people other than AJT. That's the same rap they gave George Pell and That's a fucking fair point. Innocent. Innocence happened. Yep. You know what that's called? Justice. All right. Um, we've strayed off the path somewhat. Yeah. We should have a week or two. We should fateful have a autumn morning. I don't know. Um, all right. So <laughs> uh, we'll put those teams up online. You guys can, you know, debate, say who won, say who lost, all that shit. Doesn't really matter. Nothing really matters when you think about it. Um, we could but all, as Aiden Caesar once said, we could all die tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So That's exactly right. I didn't know what day that was. He, he, kicked, he kicked three. Field goals Have that you ever day. told that tell that story really quickly? Oh, uh, I haven't told it on an air, I don't think. But so I interviewed Aiden Siege in the sheds after that game, um, where he kicked Ka- three field goals against, against the Sharks. Yeah, against yeah. Shark, but we, uh, Gallon's milestone game as well, where he kicked three field goals. And I was talking to him. I was like, "Mate, they've signed George Williams. What are you going to do for next year?" Blah blah blah. And he goes, "Mate, we could all be dead tomorrow." <laughs> so none of nothing matters. And, and I'm you like, "You know what, Aiden? He was very right. good point. He was right." Um, but he didn't die, and he's apparently but you know whose career well. died three years ago. Tepai Marolis. <laughs> and on that note, we are <laughs> got him. Gonna get him. here. I threw up the alley oop. What is dead down. never All dies right. except for Tepai Marolis' career and hell. Clark is in the corner crying. You hate to see it. Um, from, He's on the bench, motherfucker. From, <laughs> from the state <laughs> sanctioned media, off. Nick Campton. Anything to plug? That's me, done, you comrade. Read my stories. Uh, how many Kim Jong un pieces you got coming this week? The glorious leader had 12 hit-ups for 173 metres and three tries. Like he's got something about him. I was going to draft him. I was going to do it, but I had to take Leilua. Fair enough. Uh, George Clark, where can people find your work? 
Uh, follow at AAP Sport or follow me at GLR Clark. I'll ask you a similar Twitter. question to what I asked you last time. If they can only follow either you or Campo, who should they follow? Oh, me, because my ego is massive. Yeah. And if you see a, if you see a weird account online like at M with a lot of numbers defending Tupac Morola a lot, it's not his <laughs> burner. It's George Clark's burner. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's That's fair. Yeah, there we go. Anyway, I'm right. here always. Yes, That's my we're promotion. always here. We're never going anywhere. Our patrons, again, we're doing this in the lounge room. We're doing this live. I don't have the list of all of you in front of me. Uh, my ding dong is hard and I am sad. Maddie McPhee, all the rest. Party cake. Party cake. All your favorites. All your favorites. We love you all. We'll be back next week. Say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. And it's goodbye from me.